What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Who is he that condemneth? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or peril, or sword? Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. everybody that is one of my favorite videos we have ever made here at our church because that so captures the spirit and the heart of who we are at Valley Creek you see our theme for this entire year has been to pioneer and that's the first video we played on the very first weekend of 2019 and that's what we've been doing ever since you see this year has all been about pioneering about taking new ground, going to new places with God, increasing and advancing. And what we've said is that a pioneer is somebody who goes into the unknown for the good of others and the glory of God, and in the process finds freedom for themselves. And if you think about this year, that's what we've been doing. All year we've been moving into the unknown for the good of others, the glory of God, and in the process, we've been finding incredible freedom for ourselves. And so as this year begins to wind down and we head into the Christmas season, I just wanted us to stop for a weekend to just remind ourselves about what we've been doing as pioneers. The pioneer isn't just an action or a theme for a year, but it's actually an identity. It's who we are. And if you think of this year, man, we have pioneered so much. We've taken so much ground and increased in advance. We've, we've taken ground in our new vision. We've pioneered in the missional move. We've pioneered in getting two new campus locations. We've taken ground in creating First Tuesday prayers in our culture. We've simplified all of our ministries. We've written new worship songs. We have done so many different things this year in the concept of pioneering. And you've done all kinds of things in pioneering your own life. See, this hasn't just been this big corporate thing. It's also been very much an individual thing that we as a people have been moving forward into the unknown, increasing and advancing because that's what Jesus did for us. You see, even as we enter into this Christmas season, we're reminded that Jesus is the ultimate pioneer. 
that he left heaven and came to earth, was born in a manger. He went into the unknown for the good of us and the glory of God. And he pioneered sin and shame and death so that you and I could have salvation. And now he's breathed that spirit into us. We now are pioneers. And what I want you to understand as a people and as a church, as this family called Valley Creek, is that pioneer isn't just a theme for the year. It's a new way of life. As this year winds down and 2020 starts picking up, I don't want you to think, okay, that year's over, the theme is done, we never talk pioneer again. No, no, no. Pioneer is now a new way of life. It's who we are as a people. It's in our spirit. It's in our DNA. If you want to know what kind of church we are, that little front end video, that tells you who we are. We're moving forward and taking ground and increasing and advancing. And so as we go into this new year and God's going to give us a new theme and we're going to keep moving, what I don't want you to lose is I don't want you to lose this concept of what pioneering is all about. This is not a break and we start something new. It's a continuation of who we are. This is Valley Creek Church and this is who we are as a people. And so what I want to do for the next few minutes is I just want to take you back to the first half of the first message we preached in 2019, where we rolled out the theme of Pioneer. And at the end of it, we talked about four key thoughts about what it looks like to actually pioneer, because those now need to be guiding principles that we carry with us from 2019 into the future where we go. You see, if you're sitting here and you realize, oh my goodness, the whole year has gone by. Maybe you didn't take ground in the areas that you wanted to. Maybe you don't feel like you really increased and advanced, but here's the deal. You're a part of this church and we increased and advanced. We took ground. And so the very fact that you're a part of us means you moved forward, whether you realize it or not. And I get you may not be where you want to be, but you can start today and keep moving forward because Pioneer doesn't end just because 2019 wraps up. No, no. All those principles, they start today and we can move forward into all that God has for us. You see, what I think is so cool about Pioneer in the beginning, the first week of January of 2019, we didn't even realize it. It was a prophetic message spoken over our entire church. And we've been walking that out every single day this year. I mean, in fact, even if you think about the, the ground we took and the revelation God gave us through our message series, missional move, hope for the city and blind spots and reclaim and one another and unhurried and the ascent and face your giants. I mean, man, we have been walking on water, moving mountains, fighting giants in Jesus name. We've been pioneering and we're not where we're going. Oh, but come on. We are so much farther than where we've been. And we're gonna keep moving forward into 2020 as pioneers together. And so next week, we're gonna start a Christmas series called The Power of Christmas, and we're gonna move into the whole Christmas season, Jesus as our pioneer. But before we do that, I just wanna stop and say, can you just write these four principles down? Can you grab a note card, grab your journal, grab your phone, can you just write these down? And let these be guiding principles as we move into all that God has for us next year, as we give thanks for what he has done this year and remind ourselves that pioneering is not just a word, it's a new way of life. So will you open up your mind? Will you open up your heart? And will you just breathe in what God spoke to us at the beginning of this year that I believe is a reference point 
for who we're going to continue to be in the future. We are pioneers. And so let me just give you some just kind of reference points for here's what this looks like to be a pioneer. A couple thoughts for you. First thing is this. Pioneers believe there is always more. At the end of the day, pioneers are not interested in the status quo. They don't hold on to comfort and convenience. They aren't interested into keeping what they've got. They never believe this is as good as it gets. They always believe the best is yet to come. See, can I just tell you something today? This is not as good as it gets. This is not. For your life, our church, this city, the culture around us, it's not. In fact, here's what I would say to you. To live in your glory days is demonic. Now, let me explain that to you. Some of you are like, bro, that's harsh. Okay. You know what the glory days are, right? Like, oh, back when I played football, everything was amazing. Or when I had that old job, life was so good. Or when we used to have a church choir, the presence of God was always there. Okay, time out. Number one, you probably weren't all that good at football anyways. Number two, you probably complained when you had that job too. And number three, the Bible says sing a new song to the Lord. So maybe there's a new thing. And here's the deal. If you want to live in your glory days, what you're saying is God was good to me then, but he's not good to me now. That's demonic. Your glory days are not behind you. They're in front of you. The Bible says the kingdom has come, but more of it is coming. The Bible says we go from glory to glory, from victory to victory. The Bible says that Jesus is the narrow gate that leads to an ever widening life, that he wants to do immeasurably more than you could even ask or imagine the problem is we get focused on the past so we cannot see the future. This is why Isaiah 43, God says, forget all that. Forget all of the things in the past. It's nothing compared to the more I'm going to do for I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I don't think most of us get focused on the negative of the past. I think we get trapped in the what was of the past. And he says, the reason you can't see the more I want to give you is because you're looking to what was, so you can't see what is. But hear me, there's more. There's more. There's more love to give and life to experience and grace to receive and presence to encounter and kingdom to release and songs to birth and books to write and arts to create and businesses to have and friendships to create and adventures to live and mysteries to discover and things to do and places to go and miracles to receive and storms to calm and life to live. There's more. There's more. There's more for you. There's more for our church, our city, and our culture. But until you believe there is more, you will never move past where you are. Second thing is this. Pioneers navigate by prayer. Hear me. This is hugely important. Pioneers take risks, but they are not reckless. Pioneers advance, but they have no selfish ambition. Pioneers move forward, but they never go on their own. They are deeply connected to the heart of God. They don't care what everyone else says, thinks. They don't care what they want, what they feel. They're not listening to the world. They're asking, listening, and responding to the voice of God. Like Jesus, they only want to go where they see Jesus, the Father, going and do what they see the Father doing. They are deeply connected to God's voice. You see, think of a jungle pioneer for a second. Imagine going to the Amazon and you're trying to pioneer through a jungle that's so thick you can barely see your hand in front of your face. How do you pioneer that? You need a compass. 
You set a bearing and you say, we're just going in this direction no matter what. And you just keep tracking forward. Okay, well, the question is, how do you pioneer in the jungle of this world? The jungle of this world that wants to sink you and attack you and, and overwhelm you and cover you. And all that. How do you pioneer? Listen, God's voice is your compass and the Holy Spirit is your guide. And he will help you navigate what ground you're supposed to take. Psalm 32, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. That's a verse to hold on for a new year. You see, it's in pioneering where you're desperately dependent upon the Holy Spirit. And that's right where God always wants you. And pioneers are willing to respond whether God asks them to take a bold risk or a small step. Because he's their navigation source. And so here's the question. Have you asked God what ground he wants you to take this year? Just ask him. Maybe it's ground in your marriage, ground in your parenting. It's ground in your education, in your calling, in your thought life, in your purity, in your holiness, in your finances, in your purpose, in your ministry. I don't know. But ask him. And I can almost guarantee whatever ground he's going to ask you to take, it's going to feel like you're facing an impossible mountain. You're like, God, can't you make it a little easier or something else? But remember, you were created to move mountains. Matthew 11, Mark 11, I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it and it shall be yours. If he calls you to move mountains, he empowers you to move mountains. And so ask God what ground he wants you to take and then ask him to help you take it. We discover the mountain, we climb the mountain, and we move the mountain with Jesus. And so this year, we're going to move some mountains in your life, in our church, in this city, and in the culture. Third thing is this, pioneers walk by faith. If you're going to pioneer and expect to do it by sight, you're sorely mistaken. At the end of the day, the whole concept of pioneering is faith because you're going into the unknown. It took faith for Noah to build the ark, faith for Abraham to get up and go, faith for Moses to confront Pharaoh, faith for Jesus to go to the cross. And it'll take faith for you if you want to take any ground. If you want to live by sight, then just make a decision to say, I'm totally content with the expansive nature of my life. Because if you're going to go beyond the boundaries or beyond the borders, it's going to require faith. That's why Hebrews 11.1 says, faith is being sure of what we hope for, certain of what we do not see. Faith is the belief that there is more of the goodness of God out there, even though I can't see it. And I'm going to choose to walk by faith, 2 Corinthians 5, not by sight. Our problem is like the Israelites, we do everything by sight. We see the giants. The giants are real. No one's denying that. We see the giants and then we panic and we go back. But if you're always focused on the giant in front of you, you're forgetting to focus on the God who is with you. I mean, pioneering and faith go hand in hand. Why? Because it's about embracing the unknown by trusting in the goodness of God. And it's in the midst of the unknown where you most easily discover the God who wants to be known. See, if you want to know God this year, pioneer. You say, what? Yeah. Step out of your comfort and your convenience and your routine and everything that you've got. Take one step into the unknown. You'll be amazed at how fast you become like, Jesus! <laughs> and God's like, yep, this is where I've been trying to get you. 
So you'll actually look at me. Because guess what? When you're a settler, you know where the fences are, you know how everything works, and you can control it all. You're not actually in control. You think you are, which is silly anyways, because the giants could jump over that fence anytime, you know. <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. And then you're like, I'm so surprised. What happened? And God's like, I know. I've been telling you for a long time. Let's go kill those giants. Okay, that's how the whole thing works. And then he says, but now you're crying out to me, so now I got you back. So we're good. That's a prophetic word for somebody today. Right? You don't have to understand to obey. It doesn't have to make sense to move forward. It doesn't have to be clear to follow. Pioneering is about following God off the map of your life. Off the map. So what's the map? The map is what I expect, what I know, what I can control, what other people have told me, what the world says. But when you walk off the map, what you're saying is, God, wherever you're taking me is better than where I've been. And you're never too young to pioneer and you're never too old to pioneer. Because who told you you were too young to have an impact and who told you you were too old to have a purpose? This year we're going to walk by faith in our lives, in our church, in our city, in our culture. And the last thing is this, pioneers are passionate about the glory of God. At the end of the day, the only thing pioneers care about is seeing his kingdom come, his will be done. They want to see all things submitted and surrendered to the lordship of Jesus. They want to see their lives, their homes, their neighborhoods, their governments, their friends, everything in their life. Because they believe all things were created by God and for God. So they're willing to move into the unknown. Because remember what a pioneer is. A pioneer moves forward into the unknown for the good of others and the glory of God. So they don't care who gets the credit. They want God to get the glory. Pioneers don't have this selfish ambition. They're not trying to build a personal brand. They're trying to advance the kingdom of God. And so if you're sitting here and you're hearing me talk about pioneering, you're like, yeah, this is the year for everything I want. You're really not listening to anything I'm saying. That's another prophetic word for someone else here today. Why? Because pioneering is not taking ground for you. Pioneer is taking ground for them. Because pioneers are basically saying, I'm willing to give up my life so other people can have freedom. Listen to what Paul says. It is my honor and constant passion to be a pioneer who preaches where no one has ever even heard of the name Jesus, the anointed one. Instead of I'm building on someone else's foundation, staying in a place that's already settled, as scripture says, those who know nothing about him will clearly see him and those who have not heard will respond. Paul says it is an honor and a passion to take the name of Jesus to places where it is not yet received. He says, it's my life purpose to bring the kingdom of God to places where it is not yet wanted. See, at the end of the day, pioneering is about bringing all things into submission and surrender to the lordship of Jesus. It's about getting every wild, unruly, rebellious thing and bringing it under the lordship of Jesus so it will be fruitful and life-giving. And that includes your heart. I know some of you are sitting here and you're like, really? The theme for this year is pioneer. Like, what about my life? What about my pain and my brokenness and my problems? Okay, I know, me too. Here's the deal. When the people of God take ground together, the individuals of God find freedom for their own life. If you will take ground for other people to enjoy, you will find the freedom that you are so desperately craving in your own life. Think of the disciples. They were dysfunctional. And then Jesus invites them to pioneer with him. And all of a sudden, they start taking ground for other people. And John goes from being the guy with the anger problem to being known as the apostle of love. 
You got an anger issue you don't know how to get over? Start taking ground for other people. You'd be amazed at what happens. Peter goes from being the guy you could never count on to being known as the steady rock. You feel like you're the drama queen at all times in your life? Start pioneering for other people. You'd be amazed at what happens. Matthew, the guy who loved money, became the guy who gave his life away. You feel like money is your God, an idol in your life. Everything is about more money, more status, more success. Start pioneering for other people. You'll finally get free of that idol, that God that's trying to tear you down. So you're made to pioneer. You're made to move mountains, to walk on water and fight giants. And hear me, if you don't move mountains, you'll start to worship them. If you don't move mountains, you'll start to worship the insecurities, the brokenness, the addictions, the dysfunctions in your life. They'll become your God. You'll worship it because you don't move it. If you don't walk on water, you'll fall asleep in the boat and life will pass you by. And if you don't fight giants, you'll make the people in your life giants and you'll start fighting them because you were made to fight giants. Hear me. You'll make your spouse a giant. You'll make your kids a giant. You'll make your boss, your friends, the people in this church. If you're not fighting giants out there, you will pick the people in your life. You want to have a better marriage? Start going on mission together because otherwise I promise you, you're making each other giants. Listen to me. This is why people go into crazy brawls in the middle of McDonald's. Like what is happening? The human spirit is hardwired to fight giants. So if I don't fight giants of darkness, I'll make you a giant and I will fight you. That's how it works. You see, you have to stop and ask yourself this question. What has been pioneered for you? Steve Jobs pioneered the iPhone. Bill Gates pioneered the internet. Or maybe it was Al Gore, one, one of the two of them. You know? Uh, what else? I don't know. Other things were pioneered for you after that one. Lewis and Clark pioneered the West. Columbus pioneered America. Martin Luther King, civil rights. Henry Ford, the car. Uh, the, the first century church, the kingdom of God. Maybe it was a friend who pioneered faith for you. A family member who pioneered healthy finances for you. A coach or a boss who pioneered an opportunity for you. Someone in your life who pioneered spiritual revelation that then you were able to move in and enjoy. And the greatest thing that's ever been pioneered for you is your heart. See, Jesus is the second Adam. Adam blew it. And so Jesus came as the second Adam with the same commission. Only his promised land wasn't a piece of ground. His promised land is this. Be fruitful. Jesus came to bring your heart to the fullness of its potential. Multiply. He came to reproduce the life of God in you. He came to subdue the giants of pride and fear and insecurity and idolatry and anxiety and lust and greed. And he came to use all of his resources, his life, to accomplish God's purpose in your life. And just like Adam, when God breathed into him, when the Holy Spirit gets breathed on you, the spirit of a pioneer fills up your lungs. And now this is your purpose. So what are you gonna pioneer for others? What ground are you going to take for someone else to enjoy? If you're confused by this whole thing, all it means is what are you going to clear out of the way so it's easier for other people to follow Jesus? Dads, what ground are you going to pioneer for your family? What ground besides money? Moms, what ground are you going to pioneer for your family? 
Students, what ground are you going to pioneer for other students? Group leaders, team members, mentors of the next generation. What are you going to pioneer for other people? Business owners, employees, people that work in the city. What are you going to pioneer? Where are you going to follow God off the map into the unknown? Take some ground, fight some giants so that other people's life can be better. Because what we take by faith, they then get to enjoy by sight. Dads, you build a healthy spirituality in your life that maybe your family never had. You're a first generation follower of Jesus or your parents went to church, but it was lukewarm at best. You go and fight those giants, take that ground. Guess what? Your kids start from that point. They don't have to pioneer it by faith. They now grow up. And in 20 years when they're in church, they're going to be like, I remember my dad actually raised his hands and worshiped Jesus in church. Or they're going to say, I remember my dad did this and never wanted to go to church. So you're pioneering something by faith. You're, you're, you're either moving forward or you're settling and saying, this is the extent of the life I now want you to live. It's, oh, I don't have time. You hear what I'm saying? What we take, they get to start from. That is kingdom living. That is a life of peace and purpose. And if you say, I still don't get it. Here's all it means. Be bold when you're afraid. Take the next step that's in front of you. Do the next right thing that's sitting there that you know you're supposed to do. Give that thing away that you want to keep for yourself. That's what we're talking about. The greatest life you will ever live is discovering and demonstrating the mysteries of the kingdom of God. The greatest adventures have yet to be lived. The greatest discoveries have yet to happen. The greatest miracles have yet to come to pass. The greatest pioneering has yet to be done. Why? Because Jesus is the narrow gate that leads to an ever-widening life. So we are all here today because someone else pioneered a lot of this for us. We now get to pioneer so the next generation gets to be even wider at their starting point than we were. So we're going to pioneer. And the whole point of today is trying to position your heart to say, Jesus, give me courage and strength and grace and help me move forward this year. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. The creator of the ends of the earth. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill laid low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together. Go up on a high mountain, lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Lift up your voice with a shout. He who brings out the starry host one by one and calls forth each of them by name. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. 
Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint.